Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic Record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamea Urban, the Urban Healer. Today's episode is all about your vagus nerve and why it should be your favorite nerve, why you should be super aware about it and how you could show it some love because it's really going to change all aspects of your healing, of your well-being, of your physical and mental health, like all the things. So I'm going to get a little bit more sciencey here. Um, bear with me. I, I think it's important because it just really gives it a strong foundation as to why you should care. And I mean, I love my woo spiritual stuff, but sometimes you want to have things anchored in actual Western medicine and science, because I think a lot of us want that we crave that and then having that like logical aspect of us really initiated and activated makes us kind of do these practices more because you get why you should do them and also you never have to do anything you don't want to but I highly recommend doing this um especially since I do these things and it has absolutely completely transformed my healing practices and the results that I see in my practices All right, so let's dive in. Your vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve, and it starts from your brainstem, then extends through the neck, through the sides, um, through the carotid artery sheath. Then it goes into your chest, your abdomen, all the way down to your reproductive system. So it innervates everything. It is often referred to as the wandering nerve because it's actually one of the longest nerves in the body. And it wanders, like it goes everywhere. Hence, this is such an important nerve to be aware of. It has also been called the self-care nerve because it is this direct link to your parasympathetic nervous system. So it allows you to get into a down-regulated, relaxed state. So that's important. You need to know how to turn your body off in terms of managing stress in terms of not being overstimulated all the time, in terms of know how to really take care of yourself. And it's like, life is not going to change. Your life is not going to get less busy. Life is not going to get less stressful. And I mean, most of the stressors in your life, you kind of can't do anything about, like it just is. I mean, there's a lot to do with like your mindset and your stories and your limiting beliefs, which is not where we're going to be getting into. But like, for example, if you don't like your job and you hate your boss and you have crappy coworkers and you're in the middle of transitioning or you're not, you're just going to like stick it out. Like that's a huge amount of your life being strapped. And it's like, maybe you have kiddos. And like, even if you have wonderful, well-behaved kiddos, like being a parent is stressful. And it's like, whatever life is for you, like there are going to be stressors and there's things that you can't avoid. Like, even if you're like, I'm just going to drive to Toronto. And then you're like, cool. I'm in like five hours worth of traffic. Like you can avoid that. You don't have a helicopter. And if you do, please pick me up because 
Toronto traffic killed me. So that being said, you need to know how to take care of your body and how to downregulate it because unfortunately, lots of our, like a big component of our brain is very primitive. So we're programmed to be stressed. We're programmed to be hypervigilant and we're programmed to really notice the things that are wrong as a safety mechanism to keep us away from harm. But that doesn't work anymore. Like, it's not like, oh, there's a tiger might eat my child. It's like, oh, an email came in. Oh, I think someone made a comment about me and I'm making it mean this, or, oh, I have a deadline at work. And it's like, you can't always be so hyper alert and overstressed. Like you, you can't, you have to take yourself out of that. So the reason this is important is because your vagus nerve is actually, and I'll get a little bit deeper into this in a moment, but it's the key to your mind body connection. And I think that's something that we forget about where we have this mind that is constantly working on overdrive. And then we have this thing, this like body. (laughs) Yeah, it's there. You should really acknowledge it. And the vagus nerve really connects the two. And it's really interesting because initially when I dove into this research, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize this. How cool. And it really, really makes sense. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. And the vagus nerve is really just how your body reacts to stress. And it is important to keep your vagus nerve quotation toned and strong because it is going to be what regulates your fight or flight response and allows you to get back into the rest and digest day. So that being said, I'm going to say like strengthen and tone. And like, sometimes this feels a bit weird to say because it's a nerve, it's not a muscle. So you're not actually making your nerve bigger. Like you're not building muscle like you would doing a bicep curl, not the same thing but just bear with me. That's just kind of like the only way of explaining it, but just knowing that's, that's not really what's happening. You're just keeping it like fit because you're using it. So your vagus nerve is this like brake pedal to slow everything down. And that's important because we live in a stressful world and it continuously gets more stressful and like, we have no choice. Like we're going to be bombarded with external stimuli all the time. And like, trust me, I've I've moved into a village of like 1700 people. And I mean, there's a lot of stress that I've taken away from my life, but there's still stressors, even in this beautiful, like piece of paradise. So it's like, you need to know how to do that. And the fact that your vagus nerve starts from your, the base of your brain, from your brain stem, and it goes all the way down to your reproductive system. Like it innervates a lot. So when a nerve is innervating different parts of you, like organs, it's like taking information in, taking it back to the brain, but then also taking information from the brain down to the organs and it's allowing the organs to function. So this is important. And I mean, like, if you just think of it, like just take a moment to like scan your body. Like that means it's like your lungs, breathing, heart rate, blood pressure, your digestion, your reproductive health. And like, kind of everything in between, like, that's a lot, like you, you need to be aware of this. And I, I think that's something that's so frustrating to me, especially being like a healthcare professional where I'm like, we weren't taught this in school. Nobody told us about this. Like I did my own research kind of by accident. And this is huge. Like this can really change your healing journey, like massively can change your healing journey. So I'm like, why are we not talking about this? Which is why I'm telling you about it now. So What does this do? So a little bit of a science lesson. Again, some of you might be sciencey, some of you might not. I'm just going to kind of dive into it. You take what works for you. 
So you have your sympathetic nervous system, which is part of the fight or flight response. And this is like a danger response of like something's happening. And I feel like a lot of us are like, oh, the sympathetic nervous system, that's so bad. You don't want to activate it. No, no, no. You do. You just want to activate it at the right times and not stay in this state. So if you're about to like cross the street and there's like a bus coming, like you want to react very quickly. Otherwise you're going to get hit by a bus and we don't want that. And it's like, sometimes there are things that happen where like you might need to fight or you might need to run away. And like, I hope this doesn't happen to you, but life is life. So it's like, you do need this part of you to be there and to become active. So when this is activated, you have an increased heart rate. So you're pumping blood through your body faster. You're breathing faster. So you're sending oxygen through the body faster. Uh, well, you're taking in more oxygen so the blood can take it. You're diverting all the blood to the major muscles because what are you going to do? You're going to either fight or you're going to flee. And then it also releases uh, adrenaline, cortisol, these stress hormones. Um, and this is like good. Like you need that in certain moments, you need that. And like, even like when I was working as a nurse and I was a trauma nurse, it should hit the fan. I, I needed to react quickly and get going. Like I, you don't want to be slow in those moments. Like seconds are crucial depending on what's happening. Like you got to go. So this is important, but then you got to bring yourself back down. So the other part of the nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is the rest and digest. This is relaxation safety. So you should live in a parasympathetic state for most of your day because you, you aren't constantly being attacked. And like, even if your life is busy and stressful, you're actively not going to get murdered and you're not dying. And you also don't need to actively fight something, even though you might feel like you're fighting the world with whatever's happening in your life, but that's not beneficial. You're exhausting yourself and you're not letting your body do what it's meant to. So when you're in the parasympathetic state, you're slowing down the heart rate, you're slowing down the breathing because you're not going to fight and you're not going to flee. So you don't, you shouldn't be using that much energy and you're redirecting the blood to the major organs. And I think this is something that we sometimes don't realize, but your organs need blood so they can function. Like if your digestive tract isn't getting enough blood, it's not doing what it's meant to. So then you buying your fancy organic kale and making that like expensive protein powder smoothie or whatever, like you're buying your organic produce and you have your supplements and you're doing all the right things. But if your gut isn't actually digesting and absorbing, then you just made a very expensive poop. And like, this is a fact. So sometimes I, I like, and again, I freaking wish I knew this earlier, but like rather than spending money on the fancy food and the supplements, I should have just regulated my nervous system and given some love to my vagus nerve, which side note, I'll dive into and I'll tell you guys what things you can do, which are free. So I'm just like, oh my God, why didn't we not talk about this sooner? This would have saved me a lot of money and I wouldn't have had such expensive poop, but that's something that you guys need to realize. So it's like the fact that the vagus nerve is extending from the base of the brain all the way down to like essentially the tip of your spine, like all the things within you need blood to function. And if you don't give them blood, they're not going to be working at their best. So of course you have bloating. Of course you have inflammation, which can be like, I can't lose a certain amount of weight. Of course your brain's not working as well as it, sh it should be. Of course you're exhausted. 
all of your energy is going to the major muscles of your body because you're ready to fight or flee. So it's like, this is crucial for us to be aware of. And then the last part I'm going to talk about is the enteric nervous system, which I feel like some people might not know about, but it's pretty freaking cool. So I highly recommend diving into a little bit of a rabbit hole research on this. So our gut actually has its own nervous system, which is also why your gut is referred to as a second brain. So when you have that like gut sensation, like your gut drops or like something feels off, you know, like, I don't know, I just felt it in my gut, like that gut feeling, like that's an actual scientific thing. Like it's not just a woo thing. It's a thing. So your brain is constantly talking to your gut and your gut is constantly talking to your brain. So it's actually really important for you to be aware of your digestive tract because it's going to give you a lot of information because sometimes your brain, like for example, your brain doesn't have pain receptors. So if there's something that's super off, you might not feel it in your brain, but because it's connected to your gut, your gut's going to be off. So when you're really stressed, do you get constipated? Do you get diarrhea? Do you have an IBS or Crohn's flare up? Do you get indigestion, bloating? Of course you do because your body feels like it's under attack. So it's important for us to listen to that. And like TMI, that is my number one thing. I get constipated. I'm just like, cool. Where, where am I overactive in my nervous system? How does my body not feel safe? And I better figure out what the source is. Otherwise I'm going to have a very miserable couple of days or weeks. So listen to that. And again, like not in a judgment way, but constipation and diarrhea are not normal. You should not have those. Do not make them normal. Oh, I'm just, you know, I get bloating after I eat. Not normal. You shouldn't. And I'm not like judging you for it. I'm just saying, rather than being fixated on what you're eating in the supplements, can you get fixated on making your body feel safe and regulating the nervous system? Like that should be your number one thing always. So these three parts of the nervous system make up the autonomic nervous system. And you can think of the vagus nerve as being like the central switchboard to this autonomic nervous system that controls all three of these. So again, your vagus nerve is very, very important in your physical and emotional well-being. And this is important because this really, it's going to like determine your quality of life really and truly because your body is going to react to stress. Stress is not going to be taken out of your life. And then that will literally just cause this like trickle down effect on your brain, your gut, your mental health, your energy, your everything. So think of that though, given where your nervous system is like your vagus nerve, like given of where that is in your body and how it's innervating to different parts of you, that's like your concentration, your focus, your logic, your planning, your breathing, your heart rate, your blood pressure, digestion, your elimination, your reproduction. So if you have issues in any of those parts, like, yes, please see a medical professional and do some research on the vagus nerve and take care of your vagus nerve and see how those parts of you might actually calm down and you might see a huge change in your symptoms. So when you're turning on the vagus nerve, it allows the parasympathetic nervous system to become activated, which then causes a trickle effect throughout your body. And like, again, you should live in a parasympathetic state for most of the day. And if you have like a spike in stress, it should be short, like, and it should go away. And then you carry on to a baseline of being calm and life is not perfect. Like I trust me, I'm well aware, but 
you shouldn't live in that stressed state chronically. Like you're literally ruining your body. So when the vagus nerve activates the parasympathetic state, your breathing slows down. You're not running from anything. You do not need that extra oxygen. The blood gets diverted back to where it should be going to your organs. So your organs can do what they need to do. Again, baseline, this is how you should be living. It increases your stomach acid, your enzymes. So you're actually digesting and you're actually absorbing because like that's the whole purpose of putting nutrients into your body so it can get into your body. You reduce your heart rate, your blood pressure, your immune function is um, increased. Then uh, like everything kind of like balances out. So like hormones and neurotransmitters like serotonin, oxytocin, these are your feel-good chemicals in your body. They're actually being like created and sent through the body. So then you feel good because you should feel good. That should be your baseline. You're reducing overall inflammation. And of course, living in a state of imbalance, which is caused by inflammation is going to be what causes disease because you're not living a life of ease, which is how you should be living. And that's possible. And like, it's not an overnight process, of course. And there's like layers to this, but this is a huge step forward for you to really take care of your body. And then it's like when the parasympathetic state is activated, you're actually improving cell regeneration and healing. And I'm not talking like woo-woo spiritual healing, which side note it still does because this massively affects your mental well-being, but like your physical well-being. So like cells die and then they need to be cleaned up and then like release and then new cells regenerate. Like if you cut your hand, you don't just have a cut in your hand for the rest of your life. It like your body takes care of that, but your body needs to be in a rest and digest state in order for it to do that. So then anything that's quotations wrong with you will be healed faster if your body has the resources and the energy and feels safe to do that. Like whatever you're trying to heal through, and I'm thinking physically here, if your body's like, I'm under attack, I'm going to die. Your body is not concerned with healing blank. So again, crucial. So I do want to talk a little bit more about your digestive tract, because this is just so interesting to me. And like, again, I wish more people knew about this. Your central nervous system is connected to the enteric nervous system. And these are the nerves that are um, innervating the GI tract, so your belly. And this happens through the vagus nerve. Hence, your gut is the second brain. Again, so cool. I love this. So your vagus nerve provides this bi-directional communication between the brain and the gut, hence the brain-gut connection. And it's like very quick. So it's, it's something that's obviously unconscious, you know, you're not aware of it, but it's like immediate and they're always talking to each other. So you should not ignore those like gut responses and you shouldn't ignore that sensation you have. And like, sometimes these are good and sometimes these are bad, bad quotations again, like don't get fixated on labels, but it's like when someone gives you butterflies or if you're really excited and you feel that excitement through your belly, yay, I love that. And it's like, or you have the gut drop or you have this like really weird sensation in your belly, or you get the nausea. You shouldn't live in a state of nausea. So if you're nauseous every time you're headed to work, side note, I did every day. And I was like, oh, that's just how it is. No, it's not. That can be absolutely taken away from you and you can just have a normal like belly. So the two are linked through the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So this is the HPA axis. And this actually activates the stress response. So 
whatever external stressor is happening or mental stressor that you are labeling as stress and as a threat. And then this causes you to secrete corticotropin releasing factor, CRF, from the hypothalamus, which then stimulates the adrenocorticotropic hormone, ACTH, which causes, um, which comes from your pituitary glands. So this stimulation is essentially what causes cortisol to be released from your adrenal gland. So this is kind of like a it's very quick process, but you don't want to constantly be doing that. Like cortisol is meant to be a spike and then reduce because that's not just what you live in. But most of us are like swimming in cortisol and it's like, no, 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 no. That's not good for you. Cause then your body is in this massive state of stress all the time. So that being said, I just want you guys to be aware that stress has kind of two branches and one of them is hormonal. Hence then result is cortisol being released into the bloodstream. And then the other part of it is neural, which is highly regulated through the vagus nerve. So when you lean into the toning of the vagus nerve, you're building things like resiliency. You regulate your mood, you reduce anxiety, you improve your stress response because everything is not like the end all be all. And like, it is possible because I'm a highly anxious person and everything was like, my life is ending. And like, I, I have to still work on this because I feel like sometimes I can be a little too emotional and too traumatic and Hey, having compassion, leaning into this and working through it. But that being said, it does get better. So there's a lot of mental health benefits of taking care of your guts and that's really cool. So, and I feel like, again, something we don't talk about enough. So the vagus nerve has a lot of structural connections between the limbic system and different cortical areas of the brain, which have to do with your mood regulation. This is important. And Hey, you can be moody, have it, but you don't want to live in moodiness. And then when you lean into consistently activating the vagus nerve, it has like created this huge change in terms of how people deal with depression. And if you look at a PET scan, it actually shows a decline in the resting brain activity and the ventromedial prefrontal cortex. And this is important because it's connected to the amygdala, which is kind of like the fear response and other really important regions of the brain that modulate your emotions. Emotions aren't bad, but you don't want to get caught in the quotations, heavy, like worse emotions, you want to be able to feel them, process them, release them, and then go back to your baseline. And your baseline should be like ease, peace, serenity, joy. And that's doable. Just saying. So again, if you're consistent with vagal toning, it also increases the levels of serotonin in both your brain and your cerebrospinal fluid. So serotonin, feel good hormone. We want this. And that, that's pretty cool. Like again, just this cute little nerve, your vagus nerve, give it love. And the other thing I'm going to mention here is with vagal toning, there's a lot of benefits in terms of your hippocampus and regenerating the hippocampus. So this is important in terms of, again, mood, but also in terms of memory. So like, these are huge things that this forgotten like not noticed sweet nerve does for us. And we don't even like acknowledge that. So that's just taking care of your body. Like this should be like essential tools in your toolkit for self-care. 
And this isn't a, like, I'm having a mental breakdown. I guess I'll look into my vagus nerve. This is a, give your vagus nerve love every day, please and thank you. And like, I do this and like some things I've been able to handle lately is like, oh shit, um, wow. I didn't think I could handle that with so much ease. I mean, I still struggle a bit. Of course I'm human, but previous me would be like, spiral shattered incapable of functioning so i'm like okay 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 there's something here and again i would never recommend something i haven't personally done or do research on so then let's get into this toning your vagus nerve what does that even mean so again this is a nerve and it doesn't actually increase in size but you just want to increase its strength its speed its efficiency so its ability to like respond and how is this measured? So this is, again, pretty cool for me because I'm just like, interesting, interesting how, I don't know, science created this. I love science. It's awesome. So you actually measure your vagus tone through an ECG. And this is what, um, again, you're like, huh? Why? I don't understand. So this actually measures the differential between your heart rate during an out and an in breath. So you want to have a high differential, which which actually indicates that you have a high vagal tone. So you might've heard like HRV. Um, so you're, again, you're looking at the variability. You want to have a high heart rate variability. And again, like I've, I've seen this pop up in a lot of different, like, I don't know, devices, studies, whatever. And you're kind of like, why are people talking about this? This is why, because it indicates that your vagus um, nerve is toned and strong. And when you have a toned vagus nerve, again, you're, your ability to handle stress gets better. You don't have as big of a spike and it doesn't take you as long to get back to like a neutral baseline. You increase your resilience. So this is your ability for your mind and your body to recognize when something's challenging, but then choose a positive way to respond to it. You're not going to avoid stress. You're not going to avoid life's curveballs. And sometimes you are in a shitstorm and it sucks. You're not going to avoid that but you're going to have better tools to manage that. And like, even if you look at it overall, like if life throws you a curveball, you want to be able to access your critical thinking, your intuition, your logic, your planning. But if you're in a stress response, those parts of your brain shut down. So you can't access them. So you're not even able to think clearly to consider a solution to your problems. So you're kind of shit out of luck. So you're actually going to be in the like bad part of the stress for longer because you can't think your way out of it. So it's like, you have to have this. And this is why like, you need to really lean into having your vagus nerve strong and toned because then you can handle more. You bounce back faster. You stay flexible. You stay adaptable. And like, you're still going to have a little breakdown and have a cry being like, that sucked. I didn't like this plot twist. What the fuck universe? Oh yeah, absolutely. That doesn't go away. But then after you have your like cry session, you're going to put on your big girl pants and then you're going to handle it. And then you're going to like, and I'm good because I am good and I can handle anything, but like universe chill. I don't need more opportunities to show you how good I am, but like, let's do this. So how do you know if you, if you're not going to have an ECG or actually talk to a medical professional, how do you know your vagal tone is strong? Again, good vagal tone should be just a normal human. This is, this should be your baseline. You're eating and you're digesting. You're able to have this like 
I don't know, this basic ability of eating something without bloating or having any sort of digestive issues, you eat it and then you forget about it because your body gets to do what it needs to because your GI tract is getting enough blood. You have better blood glucose regulation. So this is a lower risk of diabetes, super important. Your cardiac health is strong. Your mental health and your cognition are strong. And then also on the other end of that, you go to bed and you go to, you go to bed. Like there isn't anything that's going on there. You like, you go to bed, you sleep and you wake up and then you wake up feeling recharged. Wild idea, I know, but that's how it should be. And then you're also like able to handle stress. And it's like, you'll see how you handle it. Like, are you immediately crying hysterical or do you shut down and you go into like retreat mode? Like, how are you able to handle that? And having good bagel toning is super important even for like later in life. Like it prevents dementia. It prevents Alzheimer's. Like these, these are big things. Like I want to be really old, but I also want to be functional. So don't just focus on your physical health and like, please continue doing it, but then add in a little bit of vagal toning there as well. And again, the techniques are actually quite short and they're very easy to do. So y'all have no excuse. Now, how do you know if you have poor vagal tone? So you're living on struggle express. And unfortunately this has been accepted as norm. And I think that's so frustrating as both a healthcare practitioner, as well as a energy coach of just like, no, your life isn't meant to be shit and you shouldn't just accept it. You should see where you're at and then make changes, but like you shouldn't constantly be struggling. So do you have brain fog? Do you have inflammation? Do you have migraines? Do you have depression, anxiety? Do you have issues with digestion, constipation, diarrhea? Like, do you struggle from IBS or Crohn's? Do you have bloating? Do you struggle with like weight gain that you can't get rid of? Insomnia, like cardiovascular issues, hormone imbalances, infertility. And like for a second, can we just talk about like the science of this and like common sense? If your body is in a constant state of stress, so your primitive brain is literally like, I'm going to die. You think you're going to get pregnant? Truly though, like no judgment here, but like, does that make sense? Of course not. So if your body feels unsafe, you will not bring life into this world. So if you've gone to different doctors and like you've gotten everything tested and there's no actual physical reasons for struggling with fertility, handle your stress, give your vagus nerve some love and process the previous traumas that are living in your body. Like truly. And I've gotten a lot of clients pregnant after they've gone to the doctor and they're like, everything's fine. I don't understand. I'm just like, all right, well, there's some sort of a limiting belief here that's holding me back slash your body's unsafe. And if your nervous system's not regulated, nothing will be regulated and nothing will work. And again, it's like with your digestion, if you're being chased by an animal that could kill you, you think you're going to stop and like eat your sandwich, enjoy your sandwich, digest the sandwich. No, you won't. So, you know, if you have a smile on your face on the external versions of you, but on the inside, you're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Everything's falling apart. Nothing's working. And then of course you're not going to go to sleep. What? No. You have the world's weight on your shoulders and you think your life is crumbling. And like, sometimes our life is crumbling side note. So I acknowledge that sending you love, but it's like, you have financial issues. 
that sucks. And that's a huge stressor because it, you know, goes down to like survival, but then not having a certain amount of money or having a certain amount of debt, not, not cool. feels really shitty to do this. I feel you, but you're not actually going to die. So then if you're obsessing over that and like, of course, because this is like survival 101, you need money to survive for anything. Absolutely. Of course, you're not going to sleep because your nervous system thinks it's going to die. So it's literally keeping like one eye open being like, well, if I'm attacked, I need to either like fight, flee, or like do something. So then you're just ready for that. But if your nervous system is regulated, you could be like, cool, you know, financially, I'm not exactly where I want to be. Alrighty, working on it. Good night. And then you sleep wild, right? But it's doable. So again, all of your um, vagus nerve. So then let's get to the actual, how do you tone your vagus nerve? And there's so many different ways. I'm going to shout out um, a close friend of mine. Um, I met her online. She's amazing. And she has created this card deck, which side note, I'm not an affiliate for. I'm literally just sharing because it's amazing. And I've never seen a card deck that's this good. So I'll link this below, but there's a whole bunch of different ways of toning your vagus nerve. Now, also, this is a huge component of what I do in my one-on-one coaching, because why is your nervous system activated? Like, why are you living in chronic stress? So it's kind of like working inside out or outside in, or you got to really check on your environment. Like, do you, are you in a relationship you hate? Okay. Leave. Um, are you in a job that doesn't bring you joy? Um, okay. Leave. Do you live in a city that's overstimulating and you're unhappy? Okay, babe, please leave. Like this is not working for you. Then of course you're overstimulated and not feeling well because your environment is crushing you. But then also, what does that mean about you? Are you staying with a partner because you don't think you're going to get better or you don't want to die alone? Or you really like, you're like, oh shit, 35, got to have a baby. Well, don't have a baby with the wrong person because that's going to suck. So that's not working for you. Like, what are your core beliefs? Like, what are the stories that are stuck in your subconscious mind? Because your inner world will reflect into your external world. So anywhere that you're not thriving, that's a limiting belief cock blocking your abundance straight up. So you got to get rid of that. Or do you have trauma you've never processed? And it's like, this doesn't need to be like a big T trauma. It could be daily traffic. It could be someone teased you once when you were in grade two. That boy told you your knees look funny. And then you're like, I'm ugly. No, you're not. And he didn't mean that. Like he was in grade two. He had no idea what he was talking about. Your knees are perfect. So you need to process that. And then it's like, once you process all that gunk extra energy, that's taking up so much space in your nervous system and causing you to live in a constantly overactive state then your nervous system's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to die. I am safe. And then you can start relaxing. And then it's like, at the same time, you can replace your limiting beliefs with better beliefs that align you to the desired life you have. And then you can also do things to soothe your nervous system. So strengthen the vagus nerve, downregulate yourself, learning those skills and tools. And that's a huge part of what I do with my one-on-one clients, because I'm just like, okay, what do we need to get rid of? What do we need to process? And then where are you headed? Let's get you there. Get you aligned with those beliefs that embody and like actually align you with the life that you want and desire. 
And then it's like, what are the tools that you can use? Because life is still going to throw you a curveball. You will never avoid that. It is what it is. So you might as well know what your tools are. So this is something that I do one-on-one in terms of like live coaching, but then everyone who works with me, I have a, a bundle that's recorded videos showing you how to do these. And they're guided practices. There's additional tapping sequences, hypnosis, meditation. And this is something I consistently add to as people are like, I'm struggling with blank. I'm like, you got it. Let me make you something. And then everyone gets to benefit. So even if you've worked with me before, you have access to this and this is yours for the lifetime because life is life. Humaning is messy and I love you and I want you to succeed. So these are some of the things that you can do to tone your vagister. One, yoga, because you're actually connecting to the physical body and you're also connecting movement to breath. And then, I mean, most yoga, you're not like hyperventilating in a stress response. You're really calm because you're actually taking a full deep breath and you're actually exhaling and you're actually releasing tension through your jaw. And then you're, you're stretching the vagus nerve in different places. So you're your nerve goes all over the place. And then certain positions actually activate it because you're stretching the nerve, which is good because then it turns on the parasympathetic state. Not to mention Shavasana, the best. Next is breath work. So especially when you're taking slow, deep breaths and super long exhales, because if you're under attack, you're going to be breathing shallow and short and quick. But if you're okay and everything's fine, you're going to take a nice exhale and it's going to be a long exhale, which then tells your body, oh, wait, I'm safe. And if your body's like, I'm safe, then that signal goes up to the brain and says, no, we're good. We can just chill. Meditation. But I will, okay, I preface this with, if you're really anxious, meditation is a horrible idea. You're just going to marinate in your shitstorm thoughts and it's not soothing at all. So don't start here, please. Um, this is like only for those who've already processed some stuff, but like, I don't think meditation is a good starting point. It's just, it's painful. And then you're like, I can't meditate. It's hard. It's not for me. And then I'm like, no, no, it is just not right now. But if you do want to dive into meditation, I would say things like love and kindness, like definitely something that's guided, maybe something that's a little shorter and lean into that. Now, a big way of activating your vagus nerve, because your vagus nerve actually runs alongside your neck, so where your carotid is. So if you create any sort of sound vibration, then the vibration is this energy movement that actually turns on the vagus nerve. So humming, yawing, uh, yawning, sorry, sighing, singing, gurgling, chanting, laughing. These are all amazing ways of activating the vagus nerve. And it's interesting because like, this is actually a response that's in our nervous system. So if you're having a crap day, you're going to be sighing and you're going to be huffing and puffing. And that's literally the brain signaling for you to release a little extra tension through that because it activates nervous system. Like our brain, our, our brain and our body are so incredible, like absolute miracles. And we're like, wow, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. So anyways, we do that anyways, so do it. And like, you can do this for like 30 seconds. You don't have 30 seconds, you're lying. Stop it, please prioritize your health. Like this is ridiculous. And like, do you brush your teeth? I assume you do. Can you make a chanting or gargling, gargling sound? 
as you're doing it, like, or after when you're done, can you hum and sing in the car while you're stuck in traffic? Cause I do perfect. Can you do that while you're making your like morning beverage? Yes, you can teach your kids this. Hmm. Interesting. You really want a child with a regulated nervous system. It's going to be easier for you. So how do I recommend showing this to other people, especially little people? The next thing is, um, coldness. So especially on the face. And again, this is pretty cool. When you have super cold water hit your face, you activate the diving reflex. And then this causes your heart rate to slow down in order to save oxygen. So this is kind of just an automatic response for your body to go into a state of saving you, but it's actually also great for reducing things like panic, stress, anxiety, because the cold water shocks you and then it causes everything to slow down. But if everything slows down, you're actually alleviating the sensation of panic, stress, and anxiety. So if you do this for like 30 to 60 seconds, it's like very, very beneficial. And again, like be like mindful in how you're doing this. Please don't submerge your head in cold water. And this is the first thing you've ever done. And you're not doing it supervised with someone else around. Don't do that. But like you can splash some cold water in your face if you're having an anxiety spiral, like you can start there or you can put an ice cube around your face or like take an ice roller and you can even move this down on the sides of your neck in the base of the um, kind of like where your neck and your head meet. You can do that. You can take a nice cold shower. I mean, I hate cold showers. I think that, I don't know, I just... I would just sit in a tub of ice. It's like you're in and you're in and then you're good as opposed to like, it's kind of trickling all over you. I don't know. I just find that less enjoyable, but Hey, if that's all you got, take a cold shower, 30 to 60 seconds. You can do this. You probably have lived in moments of discomfort that have lasted more than 30 to 60 seconds. So you can do this. It's not that bad. Yes. It's uncomfortable in the moment but it's so, so beneficial for your overall mental well-being and physical health. Taking deep belly breaths. And the reason this is helpful is because your diaphragm is innervated by the vagus nerve. And when you take a big breath in, your lungs inflate and they kind of turn into like a balloon and they take up more space in your chest cavity, which then causes your diaphragm, which is usually kind of like domed up. It causes it to straighten and kind of come closer down to the words of the belly. So you're not actually breathing into the belly, but you're causing the diaphragm to get activated, which then obviously activates your vagus nerve. Things like social connection. Even if you're an introvert, go hug someone. You have one friend you like, and if not, it's your cat or your dog, give them love. And then also things like acupuncture or tapping. So give your vagus nerve some flip and love because it's important. You're going to feel so much better. And you might've been living in a baseline that's not the best. And now you have this beautiful tool to actually like turn that around, take your health back into your own hands, become empowered and like do these techniques when you're spiraling, like life is messy and it's uncomfortable and it is what it is, but like use your tools. And it will make a huge difference. And again, this is all about consistency. So like, I don't care if you're not a morning person, you have five minutes in the morning to hum, sigh, gargle, like 
you have that time. You have that time if you're on the streetcar going to work, or if you're driving, you're walking your dog, like just to do it. So it's it's about consistency. It's not about length. Really, some of these techniques are like 30, 60 seconds. Can you do it three times a day? Like that's like three minutes. And that's if you're doing the 60 second part. Like really three minutes a day to completely change your physical and mental well-being. Like you literally have no excuse. So pretty please do it. Let me know what resonated for you. Let me know what felt best. And if you're interested in diving deeper, I am accepting one-on-one coaching clients and let me transform your life. Let's, let's do this. Let's blow it up and create the life that you've always wanted because it's closer than you think. And everything you want and desire desires you. It's just waiting for you to step up. So maybe this is the first step that you've been waiting for. And I invite you to take that. You got this. You're doing amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next week.